You are tuning in to Slightly Balanced, hosted by Tia and Petey. This show is all about all things positivity, business, entrepreneurship, relationships, and mental health. We encourage you to listen if you are looking for a relatable community that will cheer you on in life. This episode is sponsored in part by the Barn at Aspen Acres, inviting you to unite, grow, and celebrate together. And by Blue Spruce Coffee Truck, a mobile coffee delivery service available to pour you some love. Welcome back for another episode of Slightly Balanced, where we hope to inspire, relate, and create a relationship with our listeners. Let's get started with a little dose of happiness or pa happiness. Pa happiness. Pa happiness. <laughs> <laughs> so, today's happiness segment, do you want me to take the lead on this one? Yeah. Okay, so today's uh, happiness segment, it is about animals, and I'm a sucker for a good animal story, but this girl started volunteering at her local animal shelter and she'd only been uh, volunteering for two years when she came across her childhood cat Spunky. Her cat had gone missing three years earlier when her family had gone on a vacation. Um, In the days following his disappearance, she would often cry over her missing feline friend. And as more and more time went by, she and her family assumed the worst, obviously, that the cat cat was dead. Yes. Um, (laughs) Now 15 years old, Hannah started volunteering at Saving Grace Pet Adoption Center back in December. As fate would have it, it was only her second day on the job when she noticed a cat who looked shockingly like Spunky. To her surprise, it was indeed her missing cat. <laughs> okay, so this is called a possum, pa-awesome reunion, reunion. story. <laughs> so there's your little dose of happiness for today. Hold out hope. But you know, like... Like, if you aren't smiling right now... That just makes my heart warm and fuzzy. So like, I, you know, I've mourned the loss of an animal, and then boom, your animal's back after three years. But you know, it's weird when people move... And they take their cats with them. Sometimes their cats will leave and go back to the house that they were at. Yeah. I've heard some crazy stories. Seriously. Melissa Barth has one like where she like dropped a cat off in the middle of like the country and the cat made it all the way back to her house. What? I know. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Only in small little South Dakota. But would that happen? Yes. Yeah. It's so cute. So there's your dose of happiness, guys. Our next segment is the assertive segment, so all things business. Last week, and as you guys know, our theme for January is starting from scratch. And so we're just kind of going to build on that a little bit. Last week, we talked to you about how we got started, uh, what that journey has kind of looked like for each of us and our individual businesses. Um, so now we're going to tell you a little bit um, about like the de- fine details and how not to get hung up on them. So our biggest advice right now is start now and improve as you go. Wouldn't you agree, Tia? Yeah, for sure. Because if you just start getting hung up on like all the details and the stress of like having everything perfect before you open or before you start your your business, you're never going to get there. Right. And you can always fix things later. Yeah. Because what? Have you ever done this before? No. no. And honestly, there's so many things that every business owner that I talk to is like, Oh yeah. Whoops. Like I definitely signed some contracts or did some things because I just needed to hurry <laughs> up. Some contracts. <laughs> uh, yeah. So guilty. If you just start now and get moving on it, it's going to come together. You're going to learn what missing puzzle pieces you have along the way. And it's not a good enough excuse not to chase it, you know, or to delay 
your progress because um, you're always going to have have things to work on or things to change. I know I changed a lot when after I started my business, I was like, this is how I'm going to run it. This is how it's going to be. And then once like, I actually got into the field and started doing my routes, I'm like, this is all going to be revamped. Yeah, that was cute. That was a cute thought, Petey, but we're changing this. Yeah, I think there's always <laughs> room for improvement. Yeah, yeah, always. So I guess when starting a business, um, what's most important? And I guess for me is the big picture items. Yep. So for me and my coffee truck, it was like, did I have the right paperwork to operate? Because obviously if I wasn't legally mm. able to operate, that's a big one. That's not a small puzzle piece that you figure out later down right. the road. So get all the legal stuff out of the way. Um, obviously get the financial stuff out of the way and get like a general outline yeah. mapped out. Um, I guess what's not important when needing to hit the ground running? Well, and I think too, I want to run back to what's important oh, yeah. really quick. Um, one of the things I'm finding out now after have been like a half a year of um, being in business is how important like keeping track of what you have done. Like it's really hard to backtrack. So if you are going to, um, I'm trying to, accounting is where I'm at right now. So if you're going to, you know, write off your um, cell phone part of your business, mm -hmm. you better be keeping track of that now. Yeah. And kind of, you just don't make work for yourself later. Mm -hmm. And and talk to the necessary people and yeah. the right people so that you are keeping track of the right things. So I know when I started the coffee truck, it was like when we, we could do write-offs, we could either do miles on the vehicle or we could do gas on the vehicle. You can't do both. I think. Yeah. And so even no, from can't. the beginning, he's like, okay, you need to keep track of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I wouldn't have kept track of that unless he had said something. So make sure you're talking to the necessary people and asking questions and asking questions. Like you're, no question is dumb. Just no. ask it. Again, have you ever done this before? No. So no question is dumb. Yeah. And if they make you feel like you're dumb, those and, aren't your people. And honestly, not every one of these questions needs to be answered by like an accountant. Maybe ask another business owner, like how we yeah. had talked about, find mm -hmm. some reliable people that are just starting up or even if it's cross industries. So, oh I, yeah, I made Absolutely. a mistake in my Clover device. Oh my God. I'm still dealing. Did with you get it? it figured out? No, still dealing with it. Oh, so this is gosh. real life. Real and she's almost a year in. No, six months. Six in? months in. Six months in. Yeah. yeah. So there's just things and obstacles you're always gonna learn. Um, for me, the thing that's things that aren't important, and mine's yeah. gonna be a little bit different because mine's obviously a different industry than yours. So you can chime in on what's not important for you, or the things that aren't important to get started. I guess. Yeah. Is don't be stressed about. For me, it was like how much product, who I was going to source mm -hmm. it from, whatever. I those things can change so easily. Those things can change so easily, and don't get yeah. don't get hung up on those things. Um, <laughs> just the, not that this has anything to do with anything, but literally, my shipment for my stuff, for like all my frappe mixes and my cups and my lids, came the night before my opening day on the coffee truck. Yeah, <laughs> and that, I think that happens to so many people. That's though. so stressful, it <laughs> but. Is. Um, that, that, those things are obviously important to, um, to have ahead of time. So try, try to think of a game plan that's going to make things easier on you in the long run too. Having apparel, like <clears throat> those little small things are not, not important. important. Yeah. We want Merchandise, them, we not want important. them, but like, don't make those decisions. Like you can live without them right away. Yeah. We'll talk later on about deci uh, decision fatigue. 
yeah. as well, because as a business owner and as a person, especially starting a business, you're going to have to answer so many questions. You're going to have so many obstacles you're going to have to overcome so many challenges and like just from your customers asking questions, you asking yourself questions, your, your lawyers and your accountants asking you questions, like the, your, your decision fatigue is going to be a thing. And it's so thing. don't burn yourself out in the beginning, spinning your wheels as hard as you can. Again, get the big picture things out of the way and the rest will fall into place. And it was always writing down, is this important? Like writing mm-hmm. down my list. And then if I, you know, really needed to come back to it, then mm-hmm. I was able to, but I kept a notebook and I kept lists every day. This is what I need to get done. This is a high priority. This is low priority. And that's how I, that's kind of how I did that personally. I love the next part. What obstacles do you initially face? Mm, what do you, what were yours? So I would say mine was consistently like having other people instill fear into me. Mm, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I had a lot of people do that to me though. Like you're not, what if it's not done? Well, it's, if it's not going to be done, but it's going to be done. Yeah. You know, like here's the pros and cons and how I know it will either be like a week delayed or it'll be, yeah. You know, like these Mm -hmm. are the things we have a timeline. Please just don't instill that. Yeah. Don't stress. Don't stress me out. Next week, our second location is supposed to open and I just still don't have bakery things figured out. And I'm like, that's fine. You know what? It's okay. The the least, that's the least of the things. Black, it's um, blue spruce coffee hut. Coffee. It's It's coffee. If it's not baked, if you don't have if, coffee, we're in trouble. Well, yeah, we're in trouble. If I, the coffee doesn't have coffee, then that's like a big ticket thing. If it doesn't have baked goods, I'm not so worried about it, and that's not a high priority to and me. And if you didn't have Italian sodas, to you wouldn't come. But <laughs> I just <can't>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't have Italian sodas, then whatever. Um, if your hot chocolates, you know, mediocre, it's okay. <laughs> I'll still go. Uh, <laughs> but yeah obstacles you know obviously today's a lot happier and like we're doing just uh, we're just already crushing this because we have our italian sodas Uh, back from blue spruce yeah our 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 podcasts are always powered by italian sodas except for one time when they weren't good no i didn't (laughs) i don't know how you mess up an italian soda man but you know everybody has a bad day and it shows in your cooking and your drink making so what obstacles (laughs) did you have uh, well, I think I guess that was a good one. That, that's like a more of a mental obstacle, the one yeah. you brought up. And I think that's very true. I had so many people tell me it wasn't going to work. And I think my mental game was. Ooh, I'm going to prove them. Yeah, I think that, you know, I think even mental obstacles are a real big thing. I mean, obviously there's financial obstacles and obviously physical obstacles as well. But those mental ones, when people start getting weaseling their way into your little cute little mind. Yeah. No, that's not okay. Um, so that was probably mine. It's because mine was such a new idea. People didn't really know how to internalize that and like think about how it would be successful. Not that's any other daggum business. Let's talk about the hut though, because you had some really strange, oh god, like weird obstacles. Like somebody stole your sink. Someone stole. Like it's we kind of have to laugh. And my about sink. It. Like of all the items you could steal, why would you steal those? But I mean. Whatever, yeah. But so they what did, you like had so much grace with it. You were like, oh, "Merry Christmas." Yeah. Well, it was around Christmas, and someone stole one of our custom windows that took three weeks to get in, and then one of our sinks. I didn't really care about the sink, um, but you know, as a business owner, it's it's really how you handle things. And for me, I was like, "Well, I can either be really upset about this, or I can take my energy from being upset and just order new stuff, just get over it, and whatever." And so I was like, "Well, to whoever stole our stuff." hope it like is able to bless you you know so big obstacles for the hut is i was waiting on electrical waiting on plumbing 
And, you know, when you're kind of a go-getter, you want to, like, go get all these things done yourself, but you're waiting on other people. And so my, which is far different than my truck, because my truck was already set up, ready to go. It was just a matter of me leaving my current job and then, you know, actually executing it. Whereas this, I actually had to wait on other people to get things done. Yeah, that's the, I would mm. say that's the ultimate. Which you can relate to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because you had, talk you're about obstacles, so, you had so many obstacles. Well, you're on so many other people's timeline. And I just, I'm going to read this because I, I think this is like super valid um, if I can find it. But I was just recently talking to somebody that's opening a wedding venue in um, North Dakota. And her number one question was, how did you do it? Like, how did you keep it on time? What's your secret? Oh, her project, like her building project. Yeah, she wanted to know this. So I'm trying to find it. It might take me a minute. What's but. her projection? Like, when does she want to have hers done so and open? She wants to like just start breaking ground in February and she thinks it'll be done in November. Ooh. So we started breaking <laughs> ground in March and we were done in August. But one of the like things I always make sure is like we were told like this is the fastest timeline and I really hope like other expectations aren't like this. Yeah. So, um, this probably isn't wrote really well, but, um, we stayed on top of everything and always tried to stay one step ahead. Our builders worked their butts off and our architects had an unheard of unheard of turnaround time from getting drawings and change orders, etc., back to the builders. Our builders made some smart time-saving moves that probably was a little more expensive, but they saw the benefit for getting it done. For instance, we had pre-built framing brought in and versus having our carpenters do it on site. February through May can be a logistical nightmare because of weather and deliveries. I'm not sure the background in a lot of people's building, right? Like, I'm not sure what people's backgrounds are mm -hmm. in building. Um, but so many things that, that have to be done in order to have the next thing done. It's just like this chain reaction. Like that's mm -hmm. kind of how you are with your, like the electrical has to be done before the plumbing like can be done. Yeah. And then the plumbing has to be done before this next start part of the mm -hmm. electrical happens. And a lot of experienced commercial builders generally have this worked out. Um, but you know, it could, they could potentially do a sub bid that mm -hmm. says, Hey, what are you, how much is it going to cost me to put at the top of the list and maybe for extra labor or something like that? Um, so it, it's interesting, but I would say that like from an experience of like obstacles and in the building world, I would mm -hmm. say that this is like my greatest piece of advice is yeah. just finding experienced people. Yeah. But I know yeah. I went a little bit off on that, but. But no, I think, I think it's good for our listeners to know, especially if they're wanting to start a business or start anything that, you know, big in their life is start now. Understand there's going to be obstacles, understand there's going to be challenges and prioritize things from most important to not important. Yeah. Ask yourself if this one thing that you're perseverating over, if it's going to affect your business immediately or if it's something that can be put to the back burner for a little bit. And if it can put it to the back burner. Yeah, for sure. And just prioritize your most important and just, just know you're going to have obstacles along the way and choose now to choose joy when you face those encounters. Mm, I love that. You're good. <laughs> I don't know if I'm good or not, but you that have a big old heart. <laughs> Blue Spruce Coffee Truck is a mobile coffee delivery service available for daily deliveries as well as weddings, church functions, and sporting events. Visit us on Facebook to see how we can be a part of your next event. 
The Barn in Aspen Acres is a simplistic, modern, farmhouse-style wedding and event center that is now booking for 2020 and 2021. To learn more and book your event, visit www.blackhillsbarn.com. Do you want to take the lead on the next segment or do you want me to? Uh, it's our bravery segment. And this one is all actually this one's really focused on um, anxiety, actually. Um, more sp- why it raveled out that way. We have no idea. But this is this is kind of the theme of today's um, topic. But um, we found an article, obviously, from the goodnewsnetwork.org because we love it so much. Um, but long term recovery rates for anxiety surprise researchers. Anxiety disorders are the most common type of psychiatric illness, yet researchers know very little about factors associated with recovery. However, Canadian researchers were heartened to report earlier this week that there is hope on the horizon for people suffering from anxiety. The study from the University of Toronto investigated three levels of recovery in a large representative sample of more than 2,000 Canadians with a history of generalized anxiety disorder. The study reports that 72% of Canadians with a history of anxiety have been free of the mental health condition for at least one year. Overall, 40% were in a state of excellent mental health and almost 60% had no other mental illness or addiction issues, which, uh, uh, such as suicidal thoughts, substance dependence, a major depressive order, or a bipolar or- disorder in the past year. So they're actually seeing anxiety starting to subside a little bit, which gives people hope um, in, you know, I, th- I think when you hear success stories, I think that inspires people a little bit. So to have that study come out that they're actually seeing improvement improvement in people, yeah. I think gives gives light to that. Um, something we wanted to do with this segment was maybe look up a few ways for you to combat your own anxiety and what kind of steps you can take to try to lower you know your anxiety and up your success rate with having a healthier me- mental mind frame so to speak yeah I really like this because I deal with anxiety of so much of it is for me is other people driven mm-hmm. or things I can't control can't control yeah do you say you suffer from like anxiety I think it's just like periodically like uh what did you say the other day it was like episode oh like like an episode rather than like a constant yeah. state of being. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked that. Episodes of anxiety rather than, yeah. I think like that is different for everybody. Um, but we'll go through these steps um, from WebMD with you guys on how to combat anxiety. And we will have people on in the future, psychologists and local therapists who talk about these things and, and pick their professional brains as well. So, And if you have some good ideas of people that you want us to touch base with for. Yeah. Shoot for us this. emails. Talk to us. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I, I think there is we have an article here that kind of talks about how to stop feeling anxious right now. Mm-hmm. Um, one of these. The first no, one's my favorite, honestly. Yeah. Stay in your time zone. Yeah. So good. So anxiety is a future oriented state of mind. And it's so true. So instead of worrying about what's going to happen, reel yourself back to the present. So, you know, like they, we do these little um, uh, strength finders, right? Oh, like sure. Like a strength finder test. Yeah. One of mine is being futuristic. So oh, I think that this mm-hmm. is why I'm like so 
I have episodes of anxiety and it's mainly things I can't control because I'm such a futuristic person. Mm -hmm. I'm constantly thinking about, well, what about this in the future? Well, what about this in the future? What if I can't do this? And it's like, you know, stay right here. Right. In this moment. Yeah. yeah, Stay in this time zone. It's so true. And it, I, when I was going to counseling, I'd sit there and I just perseverate and I would tell her everything. And she was like, okay, of those four scenarios you just like laid out, none of those are likely. She's like, you're literally thinking of the worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. She's like, is are, are thinking of these things actually going to help you yeah. right now? And, and I'm like, nope, not really. That's what these say. Ask yourself what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Am I safe? Is there something I need to do right now? If not, make an appointment to check in with yourself later in the day to revisit your worries. So those distant scenarios don't throw you off track. Mm -hmm. So I think that's really big. I think sometimes like, sometimes I worry about like, oh, I really need to make this appointment. And then I put it in my phone and I forgot that I even needed to make it. You know, like, (laughs) but it's something that I don't need to do right now. But it's just because it's on my mind sometimes. I want to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. It makes my heart rate go up. Yeah. (laughs) Thinking about it. (laughs) It's so true. (laughs) The next one's relabel what's happening. Your muscles tense, your heart races, and your breath becomes faster. We all know that stress, what that stress feels like. The flight or fight response is behind it. And we talked about this a couple of weeks ago um, where your brain, if you go for a walk, literally thinks you're running from the actual scenario. Um, but this, this article is telling you panic attacks can often make you feel like you're dying or having a heart attack. Remind yourself, I'm having a panic attack, but it's harmless. It's temporary and there's nothing I need to do. And it's basically taking something that's very scary and breaking it down and understanding this too shall pass yeah, and not living in that angst because there's a difference of acknowledging it and there's a difference of being in it, Yep, you know, and letting it own you, so to speak. Fact check your thoughts. People with anxiety often fixate on the worst case scenarios. Mm-hmm. And if you're a business owner. Yes. <laughs> uh, I think about every drink. Like, I'm like, oh, I worry if that person liked their drink or not. Or if I'm like, oh, that wasn't a good response. And it probably was just fine. It was probably a fine response for that and person. And then we like separate on it. I think, think about it yeah, all of that night when I'm laying in bed. <laughs> um, I'm think I'm going, what is it? Wait, what? <laughs> where, are we, where are we going with this one? Sorry. Rather than, th- <laughs> than think I'm going to bomb, blank, test, whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm nervous, but I'm prepared. Yeah, that's a good one. Talk like just, yourself through that. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I think so many people are like, check the facts, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they're saying. Like, check this. Is it true? Well, yeah, you're nervous, yeah. But, but you're prepared as, mm-hmm. as you can be. So it is what it is. That was like me on Monday. I had that award ceremony on Monday. And oh my gosh, it caused me so much anxiety because I was like, I should not be here. Hold up. And I. Hold up, hold up, hold up. We got to tell our listeners. Oh. <laughs> you should have been our happiness segment. Oh, what no. What did you win, Petey? So I I was nominated and received an award for an acts of excellence for the South Dakota Hall of Fame. And basically what that is is just recognizing people who, I guess, essentially make a difference in their community, big or small. But I was up there against people that had, like, restored a historical bridge. Another person donated a freaking kidney to someone. And then another one was working on solar energy. And I'm like, I'm a barista. And Hashtag, you're just being humble. Well, I mean, it's like, (laughs) or another guy won an award for donating $500,000 to a, a different organization. And I'm like... 
I don't need a dollar. You winning this award, not what other people won, and you've done a great job and deserving of this. Well, and that's like Slade is. He was my fact checker, you know, fact checker. If I can say that ten times fast, Um, he's like, you deserve to be here. He said your hard work and your punch card system, which I think is what I got recognized for, was my punch card system. So your tenth coffee is free, and I also donate a dollar to a local charity. so it's really fun because when people are like, oh, they're excited about getting a free cho- uh, free coffee, but then they're also like, so who do I get to donate to this month? Because usually they get three to choose from and they get to choose one to where that dollar goes. That's so cool. Um, so it's kind of fun. But that, anyways, that's besides the point. But fact checking, Slade does that for me a lot, like kind of grounds me and brings me back to reality on that. So do you think we can like practice this next one? Breathe in and breathe out. <sighs> listeners should do it with us yeah. <laughs> ready we'll, well do it again okay. for our listeners to yes do, it with, do us. it with us ready one two three you're welcome you're welcome you just got to listen to us breathe mm. and it gave you a moment to actually breathe with us but do you, do you i don't even watched, know if we were deep enough i don't think so it's like always, i know i hate it's like, when it's that like thing in happens. for seven minutes or uh, in for seven seconds out for eight seconds and i'm like i don't think my lungs are big enough because they start quivering by the end of it <laughs> i'm like this isn't relaxing this is right listen to your eye watch yeah so i yeah that's a good one because it always I tells don't. me to breathe and i'm like Lady, do you know what I'm doing right now? I got a counter full of 12 drinks. I'm not breathing right now. <laughs> Mine's like, why did you just annoy me if, if there wasn't a text? <laughs> so breathe in and breathe out and take that time to do it. The next one I thought was interesting. Follow the 333 rule. I have never heard of this one. Have you heard of it? Tia? No, I have not. Okay. So it says, look around you and name three things you see. Then name three sounds you hear. Finally, move three parts of your body. Hmm. So what this kind of does is it brings attention away from that anxiety pit you have in your stomach and kind of is making yeah. you more aware of what's going on, refocusing your energy to things. It's a mental trick. It is a mental trick. It's bringing you back to the present moment. And that's, I think I'm going to try that one. The three, three, three rule. Yeah. Okay, guys, see, hear, and feel three things. I like this. Yeah. I'm going to try it. Yes. Maybe people that can't sleep, maybe they should do this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, just do something. So my Apple Watch also tells me to stand up. Oh, yeah. It's like stop being a lazy lard and get up. (laughs) Take a walk. Throw a piece of trash from your desk. Any action that interrupts your train of thought, except for don't punch something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it helps you regain a sense of control. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Stand up straight. This one's hard for me because I am such a shoulder roller. OM goodness. I am just. Yeah, my, my posture could be a lot better. Yeah, mine too. Yeah. When we are anxious, we protect our upper body where our heart and lungs are located by hunching over. Oh, sure. That's what I've been doing this whole time. Just protecting my heart. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) this helps your body start to sense that it's back in control. So stand or sit with your feet apart. Open your chest. It's true. Shoulders back. Yeah. When you see people who like stand straight, you're like, oh, they have their life together. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's Dang. great. Dang, look at you standing straight, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from sugar. This one's so hard for me. I I'm staring at my Italian soda right me now. Me too. <laughs> Evidently, it has no sugar. It may be tempting to reach for something sweet when you're stressed, but that chocolate bar can do more harm than good, as research shows that eating too much sugar can worsen anxious feelings. Well, then maybe that's why I'm just a stress ball because my sugar consumption is a ridiculous in the day. <laughs> I, I'm real bad. You need to drink a glass of water, eat some protein. I was listening to a health podcast today and they said drink a gallon of water. You are lucky if you probably get eight cups of water in me today. I don't drink hardly any liquids. Ooh, I'm, a, 
I'm a water. I love water. I can't. Ugh. So, yes, stay away from sugar, which I think we all should be doing anyways in our very high processed sugar. Anyways, I'm really good at the next one. Oh. Ask for a second opinion. Ooh, you're good at that. Yeah, because I always feel like I need validation for sometimes for my mm-hmm. feelings. I agree. I agree. That's yeah. me. I agree. Okay. Yep. Saying them aloud to someone else can help you see them clearly for what they are. Um, you can also write this, your fears on paper. But sometimes I like just need that validating mm-hmm. moment where I'm like, oh, yeah. And then it's gone. Once I've like said it and it's done, mm-hmm. then it's left me. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're careful who you get your second opinion from. Because yeah. they're a Debbie Downer. Yeah. They're a positive poly. We're about that. Positive poly. <laughs> the next one's watch a funny video and i'm all about this because i love like animal videos so but do you hear do you hear this hear this this final tactic may be the easiest one yet cue up clips of your favorite comedian or funny tv show <laughs> laughing is a good prescription for an anxious mind yeah. it's true slate can make me laugh like nobody else and it does make me feel a lot better yeah laughing is the is the best prescription it, oh it absolutely is like even if you have to force yourself somehow some way <laughs> <laughs> there you go okay we did it was our bravery segment our last segment today is our love segment So we talked last week about dating yourself, finding yourself, and we just want to give you a a few quick tips on how to do that and maybe some self-care tips. Um, And we'll just run through those pretty quick since we talked a little bit about it um, last week. Um, But we'll just run through them real quick. This is from the law of attraction.com. So the first one is have fun by yourself. And I think it's hard for people to genuinely have fun by themselves. Yeah. I like this. Uh, I feel like only children would probably be really good at that. We kind of talked about this, though. Like, mm-hmm. this could be going to the cinema, going on a date with yourself. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, like, in our last episode, we really, really dove into that. Really capped on that. Yeah. Travel once a year. This is a good one. Yes. This is really good. Um, I live by this. Yeah. And one gal, she went through a really terrible year in 2019. She's 32. Had the worst breakup of her life. And she, I think, lives on the East Coast. Yeah. And then she flew to California for a week by herself over Christmas. And she's like, this was so scary. But she said it helped her rediscover herself. Yeah. One of Dan's, um, I just like, I, I love this about him. Before we had even met, he had went out of the country or he was out of the country for his birthday for like several years. Like, I think it was like five years in a row. He was like out of the country or something. So oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so when we first started dating, like it was our birthdays and we decided to go to Canada, but then we were like the next year it wasn't, it didn't work. So we just went on a trip during our birthdays. Like we Mm -hmm. just did some U S travel. Um, and then the next year, like we planned, but we were like, we have to keep to like, as long as we can one international trip. Oh yeah. But for sure, like one, one trip, like you said, it doesn't even, maybe Mm -hmm. it's to New York, maybe it's to the mountains, but just like that one time a year where you just unplug yeah and I, I I'll always say this and then I feel like I am most at peace and most myself when I am traveling because I have no social stigmas I need to uphold right. there I'm not going to run to someone I know at the supermarket so I can really just be myself so traveling I feel like it's very liberating yeah I don't I always pack so much 
And then I get there and I'm like, I really Why did I pack all this. I really don't care what I'm gonna wear. <laughs> I don't care if I look like a potato. So it's I'm fine. getting better about like, well, if I'm international traveling, I know I know I'm not gonna care what I look like. <laughs> so I might as well just bring like five of my favorite things and rewear. And them. roll with it. Um so forgive yourself for your mistakes. This is a good one. Mm-hmm. You can start to move on and forget about the past. Loving yourself despite any mistakes you made in the past is great for your self-worth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's and that's the last great for your self-worth. Yeah. And forgiving yourself is a big thing. And that takes a lot of time for some people. For me, it took a lot of time. So for other people, it might be easier. Um, The next one is surprise yourself. Try things out of your control and say yes to things you would normally say um, you would not normally say yes to. This is also to help you like get to know yourself better. Do you like that? Do you not like that? Take a cooking class. Take you know, go skydiving. Well, that's a little extreme, but do it anyways. Um, <laughs> take that yoga class. Take that Zumba class. You know, go talk to that cute guy. Surprise the yourself. Last time you surprised yourself. Oh. Sorry. On the spot. That was on the spot. <laughs> I don't know. When was the last time you surprised yourself? Do you? Oh man, I don't know either. Um, I would say like a when we went to New or New Zealand, when we went to Thailand, I definitely tried some new foods. Oh yeah, that's like yeah. exotic foods, mm-hmm. like silkworms. Ew, Ugh, it was Ew. Gross. that is nasty. But I was like, oh, I did it, I did it, and I'm better for it. Yeah, I feel like you slated a lot of first on this trip to Italy. I don't know when the last time I surprised myself. I don't know. There's probably something other cooler and better, but <laughs> uh, number five, when we talked a little bit on this is start a journal just to kind of have that relationship with your, yourself and as reference to see how far you've come mm-hmm. um, and to see how you coped with certain situations. I think it's a good one. You're not going to get me to talk on that one because I can't start a journal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Give yourself a break. Uh, we can be hard on ourselves sometimes and it's natural, but you need to give yourself a break from time to time. And it's okay to take a break. Mm-hmm. It is so okay. Allow yourself to have a break because you need it. You can't be pouring into other people's cup if your cup's empty. The next one's so you. Ugh. That's because this is my theme for my vision board this year. That's right. Number seven, learn how to love yourself by saying no to others. Yep. By saying no to others, you're respecting yourself and you're so freaking worth it. So respect yourself by saying no to things. Make a list of your accomplishments. Yeah, you're awesome. Put a gold star next to every freaking accomplishment because you're awesome. Why don't we have like gold stars and like <gasps> M&Ms when we make really good accomplishments? We need to. I mean, they do that when or they're potty training. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're in kindergarten. <laughs> okay, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, it was cute when I was serving this uh, this daycare today. This this gal's like, she talked she talking to this like little three-year-old boy. What are our goals for today? And I'm like, Aww. I'm like, Petey, what are your goals for today? I was like, what are they? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, number nine, we've talked about this one. Make a vision board. Do mm. it. Map mm-hmm. out your future. Don't stress about your future. Map out how you want your life to go. Number 10, pursue new interests. It's a great, it's great to try new things, something new that you have wanted to try for a while or have been too scared to do. So kind of pushing yourself out of the comfort zone. I like doing this, but generally it's like I have to find things to do it. Well, the thing is like, I feel like when we're adults, we're so set in the things that we know we already enjoy that we just keep doing those keep doing those things yeah but like we tried an escape room the other week and you had never done one before that's a new experience i loved it yeah 11 is how to love yourself by challenging yourself that's a good one yeah sudoku puzzles board games you name it um 
Give yourself a break. Some mm-hmm. of these are kind of getting repetitive, but yeah. Give yourself credit when credit is due. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's one I struggle Celebrate with. Celebrate your achievements, Petey. Mm-hmm. Bump, bump. Mm. <laughs> Work on your self-trust. A great way to show yourself love is to trust yourself and your own instincts, which I think goes back to us when we're saying we ask for second opinions. Mm-hmm. No, trust yourself. Yeah. You're a sure. BA woman. Accept it, own it, and you don't need a second opinion on it. And then take, take care, care of yourself. yourself. So take that bath, read that book, do that thing. So we hope these are a few tips for you to be able to work on your um, love, um, your self-love, and to be able to welcome in the new year with a little bit of self-love. Um, so quote of the day is... Ooh, Tia. <laughs> you can hit us with it. Yeah, there's no shortage of remarkable ideas. What's missing is the will to execute them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that reverts back to our sort of segment. Do it. Start now and just do it. Go get them. Go get them. Okay, guys, thanks for tuning in and thanks for spending your time with us. If you'd like to give us some feedback, go ahead and email us at hello at slightlybalanced.com. If you have feedback or, I mean, if you want to add to our gratitude jar that we talked about last episode um, and you want to give someone a shout out, we can definitely do that. Um, Or if you have ideas of people you'd like interviewed or other topics you'd like to discuss or if you want to submit something anonymously, just email us. Message us on Instagram. Message us on Facebook. We would love to reach out to you and um, be a support system to you. So again, Facebook, Instagram, email, Twitter. And we're here for you. We will see you next week as we tune in for our third episode on how to start from scratch. Bye. Rate and review. We love you.